Well, hello. Once again, you have found a Texas Steampunk Connection. Broadcasting to you throughout the multiverse, Steamverse, from our various bunkers and airships. With me, as always, is Fax, Gentleman Adventurer. Hello, hello. <laughs> with me is Jack from Steam Chest. Hello. <laughs> and with us today, Master Blue Stocking from <laughs> Steampunk Dollhouse Podcast. So once again, we are here to talk oh, probably about Steampunk, most likely, because that's what this is about. Thank you for listening to the Texas Steampunk Connection. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to uh, Texas Steampunk Connection. It is the day after Halloween, uh, which no! may <laughs> might make it a sad day, uh, or it may make it uh, half price candy day. Uh, it's the beginning. Um, it's All Saints Day. If you're uh, Catholic and above the uh, Rio Grande, and otherwise, it's Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead. So uh, today is, in many places, a day of reflection and uh, uh, speaking with your relatives who have passed on. And it's Rita's birthday. And it's Rita's birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Rita. I know for a few people, either yesterday or today is like their wedding anniversary. That's very, was very popular. Uh, My brother's is on the 30th. A couple of friends who, uh, well, pairs of friends who are posting oh it's our anniversary hey congratulations um i bet they were goth kids my brother and my sister-in-law oh yeah you want to see 50 year old goths yes <laughs> yeah, please send us amazing. pictures we'll post I, them all over the place i'll share some pictures with you later their house was a moon yesterday it was incredible <sighs> yeah my brother said they got like 75 kids and some of them are a little too scared to come up so he had to help them yeah <laughs> yeah it was awesome we got we got some kids. We got enough kids to take all, all my candy. We got five great. kids. It's great. Oh, you don't even be left with any of that. Yeah. There's oh, so in much candy. There's so you much candy. Take it to work and you eat it. <laughs> I just wanted to go out in the street and just start throwing candy because no, but our street's always quiet, though. We just don't live in a busy neighborhood. We have so curmudgeons I, on our street. One day I do want to go around with a big bucket of candy and just like aggressively throw help kids <laughs> with candy. Take it! I don't want it! Go just away! A, just a hucking candy of five-year-olds. Have a roll Just be overly <laughs> Those tootsie-rolls <laughs> hurt when you throw them. <laughs> every year, um, yeah, we gotta take the dogs out to walk them every night. And, you know, the kids are coming through. So Erica wants to just, like, take the candy with us. And if we see trick-or-treaters, give it to them. That is a great idea! I said no. I think there's a line. They have to come to you. If you're like hunting down kids to give candy to, it becomes creepy. That is a little, yeah, that is a little. Or you might end up getting rolled for the candy (laughs) by the older kids. You gotta go no face, and you just roll up real too close to him, and you just drop him a gold coin. (laughs) Adam Savage did that at a convention, and a lot of people did not want to take the gold coin. His convention (laughs) costumes are unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and he was surprised that kids would not take. I mean, they were like gold wrapped candy, but still, kids would not take it. Yeah. And uh, he's interviewed saying, "This is not just dressing up in costumes. They are acting like this is you are playing this role." Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That, yeah. And he was surprised. <laughs> I wore my hat to the office, and I had to explain to my people, my, my, all my coworkers, like, "What are you?" I'm like, "Well, it gets a little complicated." <laughs> I'm either a 
airship desperado, which is the best thing I could come up with. Or if I go to a Star Wars convention, I'm a smuggler. I take a couple pieces off and put some other pieces on. I, I can fit in either way. I'm me if shit went sideways, essentially. Jack you, you, you don't wear that hat to work every day? I'm considering it. I like this. I may take the goggles off for, nah, leave the goggles on and the, the chopsticks. What? <laughs> that was aggressive. Nothing. <laughs> Wow. Oh. How much candy have you had today? <laughs> <laughs> not, 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 not enough? <laughs> Maybe. Too much or not enough? It's a fine line. Uh, anything else that's happened in the last two weeks? Uh, it's gotten slightly damp. Yes, we had a ton of rain up here last week. Um, Thursday and Friday and into Saturday. Yeah, it was nice. I don't know if we've hit our yearly totals yet or what we need, but... <laughs> I've been very busy last last two weeks, so... Last episode, you remember, I had a little a little dog right here named Liam, and he passed away the next day, uh, the next evening. Um, which it was, he he was going downhill pretty pretty quick, uh, and so uh, we saw it coming, but it still happened too fast. And so uh, you know, we put him in a spot uh, in the backyard where he liked to pee on a tree, and uh, his spot. And we are going through. I think we're still going through a period of mourning. You the will. house seems much emptier, much quieter. Uh, it's uh, his absence is very loud in the house, and my other dogs are are. It's hard to say, but I think they're adjusting. They're they're more clingy, and uh, Sunday doesn't have a fit friend to play bitey face with, and uh, I think that is you, you can tell. Um, and then my brother-in-law moved into the house. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, I didn't know about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he moved in, uh, the end of the same week, and, yeah, yeah, last, last week, well, I guess that was a week later, I, I don't know, what is time, anyway? I know, yeah. But, uh, he's, he spent the last, you know, days pulling stuff out of the garage and, and getting all his stuff together and moving into the, uh, the rental room that we have, and, uh, we're all just sort of adjusting to having another person in the house which is uh which is weird <laughs> you can't wander around your underwear anymore well i guess you could i mean good but... depends on their threshold for if they want to be around when that happens i guess it depends on what kind of household it is <laughs> um, he's got his own little like efficiency apartment oh, so okay. we've got a real like he can be here anytime between 8 a.m and 10 p.m but after that if he sees something he doesn't like, that's a, that's on him. He's not, he's not allowed to call the police about the witchcraft. I got you. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Well, it's going to hurt for a little while. I mean, Gigi's been gone for almost three months, but you don't realize how many little spaces they fill until, yeah, just weird little things. Like, yeah, so it's going to take, but it you get used to it. Yeah, I think on this show, you, you uh, in, in episodes back, you'd hear like screaming of the, a barking dog. Uh, that that was all Liam ready to go out and go for a walk, and now it's just it's it's really quiet. quiet. It's quieter. It's it yeah. was super annoying when he did it, but now that it's gone, I you miss it. It, it it's just it just doesn't yeah. feel the same. It's it's, it's odd. It's different. Yeah, have... Gigi used to scream all the time, and then he was gone, and I want to hear him screaming at me. Again. <laughs> I have footage I have yet to edit, edit and uh, of like really old games that were like. Uh, Played for like a month with everybody and then we stopped. So I've been wanting to edit it kind of in one big like super video 
And I start going through it and I can still hear my like my old German shepherd barking every now and then oh. in the background. I'm like, all right, yeah. I can't edit that out. And yeah. uh, Rose uploading some of these to YouTube the other day and he, he popped up as one of the, you know, on top of me in one of the videos. I'm just like, oh, yeah. Yeah I, yeah. I know there's an episode of the dollhouse where Gigi can be heard meowing in the background. But I, if I knew which episode it was, I would go in and isolate it out and use it for my dissertation podcast. Yeah. But yeah, no, you can you can hear him screaming in some of the episodes. Of, of All screaming episodes are up on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> and Podbean and a couple other places. Not Dollhouse. Dollhouse is just on my feed. This was no oh, right, on Dollhouse. Dollhouse. Right, yeah, right, no, right. on on my old one. You can hear him. Yeah, you gotcha. can hear him screaming. Yeah, because that's when I back when I used to use the um the Blue Yeti mic or the the Snowball. So gotcha. yeah, he would come in and start screaming and. You know, it was cute, so I didn't get rid of it. But I don't know which episodes they are, and I'm not, I don't like listening to myself. So <laughs> I'm getting out over there. that because I have to edit every single one of my videos. And That's why I don't like I'm listening to myself. It, it takes me like 12 or 13 runs through a video. And so by the end of it, if the joke is no longer funny, I will cut it. <laughs> because it's like, all right, I'm tired of that. I'm tired of hearing this. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I'm glad you guys are here. I have to go back and, and edit our show a little bit. And because of you guys, I'm still entertained. <laughs> it's just me. Nah, that's okay. Yeah. No when you're listening to, to yourself. Yeah. When you're listening to yourself for an hour and a half, it's, yeah. That's why I don't like, I, like I said, I cut them together and I put them out and then that's it. So when my dissertation podcast, I'll put out the episodes and never listen to them again. That will be it. You should make that a book though later. What? My dissertation podcast? Yeah. Just make it an audio book later. <clears throat> I'm an academic. So everything that I use is going to be turned into an article <laughs> or a book at some point. Every, make your money on it. That's how it works. No, honey, no. Academics don't make money. <laughs> oh, you should be able, like, can't, could you take that and make it something for, like, would be considered entertainment? I mean, yeah. But it's sort of like, <laughs> at our level, entertainers don't make money either. But yeah. go for it. I mean, my friend Shannon, when the, all of the hullabaloo that she, I mean, she was essentially, it wasn't self-published, but it was a small print and the, just the shenanigans that she had to go through just to get everything loaded up to Amazon to sell it was a nightmare. I yeah, I don't know how um, she got through it. I'm not going to do, we, yeah, we looked into that with, with some of Allie's books. Uh, we did find a couple small publishers that are willing to work with her, but they, we have to kind of like upfront the, uh, upfront some money to, that, to get them to go for it but they actually do get you into bookstores and libraries and that's whatnot. what yeah my friend shannon it was a i think it was something like that yeah but uh, and i mean the book is out there yeah you know and she she'll take it around to conference adoption conferences and sell it and it's yep. just you know if you don't have a big team behind you it's it's hard to with as much stuff that's published every day mm-hmm. there's more than any human could possibly and- yeah Unfortunately, most of that is all about, or most of that is rehashed, how to make yourself feel better and get things done books. Self-help book. <laughs> yeah, I don't do. Mm-hmm. No. And I've like, I've even sat down going, literally, I could write a book on investing and like h- how to like fold your laundry and, but, but put a spin on it, like for the, for the modern pirate and someone <laughs> would buy it and read it probably shut up and take my money <laughs> i know okay fine i'll write this book now you've, you've convinced me <laughs> all right what that, that's that's what i was about to say what are you drinking out of your fancy mug <laughs> uh tonight uh from the mexican fiesta market grocery i have cerveza tonia from nicaragua interesting oh. which is yeah a, a basic uh I, w- I would call it a Mexican lager, but it's obviously not Mexican. But uh, 
it's 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 a typical lager beer, but it's good. Um, I found that I, I found a, a Guatemalan and now a Nicaraguan lager beer that have a, a similar flavor that I don't find in American uh, style lagers. I, I guess maybe the water is different. That's and it's just got it's just got a little difference in flavor. It's mm. it's just kind of interesting. And I've got yeah. this awesome mug that my you your, gave me. Your shiny mug. <laughs> it's actually got Ali and I engraved them, and uh, it's I don't got think it will show up on camera. But yeah, yeah. it's not going to show up very well on camera. But it's the dwarf from the Dwarves of Demerol uh, movie <laughs> that has been kind of coming out. I think it's out. Out. It's just not out in the United States, and it's hard to find. It's a like a French made um, dwarf movie, a horror movie about Wait. four dwarves that go into a cave. Okay, it was made in France. Sort you of, said French made, and so you said French like, made. I think there's a French director. <laughs> okay, but it's sorry. The dwarves are dressed as French maids, and uh... <laughs> that is where my mind. I'm like, oh, trying to. Uh, okay, now I understand. Sorry. I could go look it up some more, get some information about it again. It's been a long time since so I've done anything. I did find I'm it on IMDb. I to watch it because it's a it's a dwarf horror movie, and there's something in the caves after them, and the way they've like oh. filmed it, it feels like the Mines of Moria. But they're it's like if you took the cave movie and Mines of Moria with dwarves <laughs> together. I don't do I'm caves. Like, I'm uh, so for this. There's something I, in the country. I don't. No caves freak me. Nope. We were not meant to be there. We came out of the caves for a reason. Something forced mm-hmm. us out of the caves, you mean? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> ah! Attacked by a jacket. <laughs> oh, no. Well, what are you drinking, Jack? I have... Drinking out of I was telling, I was telling uh, facts about this. It is a... I'm going to pronounce this, and I am not German, so it's going to be... It's a... Good luck. Offenhofer, and it's a Heffenweizen grapefruit beer. And uh, it tastes fantastic. I would really? recommend seeing if you can find some of this running around. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have some of that at Harvest. I've seen grapefruit beer at Harvest House, but I haven't. Well, not all grapefruit beer is equal. I just. <laughs> but like, Shop Top like made a fantastic blood orange one year. See, I like and blood orange cider and grapefruit. Like, but... And this blood orange beer was like, you took a reg. It's like you took Blue Moon. Instead of like putting an orange in it, you're just like. I don't know. Oh, like see, I don't like blue moons, Hundred red or- blood oranges. It yeah. was like it just happens to be alcoholic orange juice, and it was delicious. And this is very close to it. I'm exceedingly happy with this. I wish I found this earlier in the summer because this would have been my go-to um, cooler drink. I guess it's not heavy and it's refreshing and springy and like a five or seven percent alcohol in this <laughs> little thing. Just fantastic. Oh, two point literally two point five. Okay, I just drink <laughs> many of them. <laughs> I just drank twelve of them. I, just, <laughs> I mean, they're they're in the white claw cans. Oh, they're so. in the tall skinny cans. Yeah, yeah, tall skinny. Yeah, yeah. That kind of reminds me of a rattler, which is like mm. half beer, half grapefruit juice, or half yeah, orange juice. It, it very much, very much. Um, it's Wait, got did you a say lot half more beer, half? flavor. Yeah. I really do like that. Oh, yeah. blue stocking. Hold on now. <laughs> Uh, Everybody has different tastes. <laughs> it's got to be the correct kind of beer. But uh, at a at my favorite brewery, they'd have a brunch and they make beer mosas <gasps> with uh, usually a, like a IPA or a pale ale, something a little hoppy, mm-hmm. and they throw like three ounces of orange juice in it, and it's fantastic. See, I that to me, if you, if you like pale ales, that sounds great. <laughs> 
If you're not a pale ale person, I can see how that would sound revolting. Um, it really it knocks down the the, the bitterness. That's it. Uh, okay, with, that's my that was my question. It would knock down the bitterness. Yeah, the with the acid and the and the sweetness, um, it, it balances out pretty pretty nicely. Which is why you start with something a little hoppy. Okay, but you could also do it with a half of Eisen if that's more to your taste. But they will both work. Yeah. No, this was already halfway there at this point. <laughs> yeah. That, I'm just yeah. Like, this is the best grapefruit thing I've ever had outside of like grapefruit itself. So, and I'm well, very picky about my fruit beers apparently. So <sighs> I have been told I need to work on my, my poker face. So apparently I, I really do. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep your poker face the way it is. Just make it more sarcastic. Just I'm not go all out in that one direction. No, when we're in meetings and they're talking about where we're going to like, we all, our team's going to get together for lunch and there's a vegan place on campus. It's not my jam. I didn't enjoy it. Other people do. That's fine. But apparently every time they bring it up, because um, I make a face because my supervisor, Adrian will message me. She's like every single time. I'm like, I'm not trying to. You should just go full out. You should just shove your fist down your throat and make the gagging noises. Just go for it. Like everyone will understand. I can't. I'm a very everyone doesn't want to go vegan at that point. I wear my emotion emotion my face. No, it's a fine place. It's just not. It's not your cup of tea. Yeah. Speaking of what you wear on your face, what are you drinking? So many different places I could go, but um, I didn't get what I wanted. I didn't order for Total Wine tonight. I've been getting um, Witching Hour Red Blend, which is really good. They didn't have it, but they brought me Le Petisserie de Vin. It's a sweet red blend, but it's I thought it was going to be like too sweet, but it's actually really good. It's just dry enough. You can chill it. Yeah, so it's it's not bad. I've never had it before, and it's a screw top, which is always, you know, <laughs> handy. <laughs> Easy to get open. Hey, when you have arthritis, getting corks out of a, a wine bottle. Is so I never purchased one of these, but I have been <clears> given <throat> three of them. And each one is great. And I recommend them. Um, battery operated cork removals. <laughs> you think it's like this little, it's an automated cork thing. It has batteries. It. Stick it in there and it drills into the thing and it pulls it out for you. And it's done. <laughs> okay. It sounds kind of funny. Because it sounds like you're drilling into a bottle of wine, which is not a noise you normally associate with wine. Is would you like a cup glass of wine? Yes, dear. I'll take a glass of wine. <laughs> sounds like all of a sudden you went down to like your your hardware store and just start opening boxes with power tools. Oh, there's just so many ways this whole thing could be taken out of context. <laughs> For Christmas one year, my mother gave me this giant like uh, needle device it had this this huge needle on one end and a place for a co2 cartridge on the other oh for stabbing into wine bottles and pulling the cork out that's a recipe for bad bad things (laughs) i know i i'm afraid to use it but i'm fascinated with the idea if you you use it you gotta get it on film like you gotta do it during a stream no, somebody's yes. gonna die. If it explodes yes. in your face, someone's gonna call the cops and the, the paramedics and that raise our ratings. So steampunk, <laughs> you need to dem- you, We need a live demonstration. <laughs> God no. Fax goes to the hospital with oh shrapnel God. glass because of his steam-powered <laughs> wine opener. <laughs> oh my God! So one of the other good things about the day after Halloween is. <laughs> Going online and looking at all the pictures of the people with cool costumes. Speaking of people in cool costumes, looks like Rita went to TRF and something about harvesting chickens in the rain. So, <laughs> did you go to TRF? Oh. 
No, those are two different things. <laughs> I don't think she harvested chickens in the rain at TRF. Or did I mean, she? Did you? That's pretty hardcore if you did. Experience the life of they? a real medieval person. <laughs> I've never heard it referred to as harvesting chickens. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if like you're scooping up chicks to take home or if you're like scooping up one chicken to, you know... <laughs> Rita, we need more. What were you doing with the chickens? I, I have an idea what, what harvesting chickens. It's a fantastic it's a murder chicken? experience. <laughs> Is it murder, though? Or dinner? I mean, we gotta eat. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to be, you know, as clear as I can be. Did this <laughs> did the harvest result in the I death like how she chicken? said so far, TRF was on Sunday, and chickens was in the rain was on Saturday, and has yet to answer. Just, oh, wait. No, she just said they were just, dispatched. They were dispatched. That's that's another word for uh, okay. Bring in their necks. Hey, and multiple chickens at that. So you must have a lot of chicken feathers. Well, I mean, you gotta you gotta get your sac- ritual sacrifices ready for. This for is help. the time. It's harvest season. <laughs> Bringing in the sheaves. <laughs> I'm in the market for some chicken feathers. Don't ask. I just I just I got things <laughs> I could use chicken feathers for. <laughs> uh, thank you, Rita, <laughs> for clarifying that you don't eat the chickens alive. <laughs> So you're not an Ozzy Osbourne fan, then? I mean, it does make making eggs in the morning a little less stressful. <laughs> See, we try to keep to the show the on the tracks, the and then it just goes flaming out of control every single time. Oh, are you saying you, you want to talk about homework? <laughs> I'm just saying. It doesn't take much. We need no. levers and fulcrums to keep it on the track. and it's <laughs> We're on track. We're right on track. We're the show. It's time for homework. <laughs> Until Rita talks. The alcohol is thoroughly taken and sunken in right now. I want fried chicken. I'm just (laughs) (laughs) one other thing. I was thoroughly disappointed yet again. Another year without finding any edibles. I'm like, or fence. Did you get any rainbow fentanyl? No, okay. It comes in rainbows now. Yeah, did you watch how to to buy drugs online fast? It's a good show, by the way. You should watch it. It's on Netflix. But uh, yeah, no, I didn't get I didn't get any fun things again. Like, apparently, I live in the bad area of town. Thank you, Rita. The area where they don't give away their drugs? Yeah, they don't give away their drugs. I can guarantee nobody's giving away their drugs. It doesn't work that way. You're not going to make any money money like that. You're not going to get fourth graders scraping together cash to come buy the drugs you give them. They could barely scrape up the money together right now to buy freaking uh, Roblox cash. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. God, I don't want to do that. So dumb. It's so dumb. So, you guys remember when uh, Scott Helen came on the show talking yes. about his, his new album and his Kickstarter. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I got my album. Ooh. <laughs> did you guys, did okay. you guys order albums? I, I got mine. I'm excited. I forgot. And the new Frenchie and the Punk album. I got Ooh, them both. You're fancy. <laughs> <laughs> you are high class. <laughs> I need to get one of those too. I've been listening to them on the, on the Spoofy. The Spoofy. Spotify. Spoofy. But, uh, I need to own them. I need to own them because you never know when the internet's going down. Well, you know. Also, we are 20 days away from uh... Laura's new one? Yeah. Cogs of plenty. plenty. Yep. The murder and, mystery. Uh, she still she needs a boost. They're at like That's what just I forgot to two do. grand and they yeah. need 7500. So uh Yeah, I meant to do that after the last episode and I forgot. We got we got 20 days and uh Last year, uh, last yeah, last Kickstarter she did, she came in just under the wire. Yeah, uh, it would be nice if we get this up a little further. Well, I but, think she uh, was on here a week before the other one was done. 
And so we managed to. Yeah. Yeah. We were on, we uh, got that pretty late. Yeah. But, uh... I, yeah. I was going to do that last week or after the last episode and it flew out of my head. So I got to remember to go do that because it sounds oh. really cool. And Frenchie and the Punk are going to be at the Galveston Steampunk event, or at least that was uh, what Rita's reporting. I think I saw that missive as well. When is that one? Uh, the Galveston Steampunk. Is uh, that the Johnny? No, that's, uh, you know, later. Next year. Different. Early next year. Okay. Sweet. Oh, Rita says April 1st. Okay. But that could be a trick. I don't know. Uh, well, there's a lot of stuff coming up in the spring, isn't there? Uh, I feel like there's a lot of stuff all the time. Until it gets too hot, and then everything dies. And then, yeah. yeah. Like my yard. Oh, oh dude. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, off track. Okay. <laughs> Bring it in. Bring it back. Well, I have you my have homework it. up. Okay. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, go ahead. We're going to segue here terribly. We're going to get the Rex. U-turn halfway at you know, high speed here down the wrong, the wrong road. Uh, Enola Holmes is coming. Part two, which we're all looking forward to on Netflix. Later this month, I think. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. One that I didn't know about until literally looking this up is a season. Is eighteen ninety nine. It's a mystery horror series as a group of European migrants are on the ocean voyage to New York and they encounter another migrant ship adrift in the Atlantic. Didn't I talk the eight about that? Episode it? series was created uh, by these people or German. They did Dark. The, se- yeah. the TV show. Yeah, the series Dark. Yeah. Yeah, they did this thrill- uh, sci-fi thriller Dark, which now I have to go look up. And uh, yeah, we're talking. I think you. I think you did talk about this. It was a while back, though. Yeah. It was. Well, it's November seventeenth, so, so we can all okay, look forward yeah. to some horror after our horror. <laughs> Always love the horror after the horror. Two weeks. Two weeks. It's still spooky season. It's not over. Yep. No. Never over. <laughs> Halloween is a state of mind. Yes, it is. Oh, I forgot to watch Great Pumpkin last night. I needed to. Okay. And one more that's kind of coming out in this trifecta for November is uh, Wednesday Adams. Yes. An executive produced movie. And uh, it looks fun. Cast includes Catherine Zeta-Jones and Morticia. So this is going to be fun. November 23rd is when it uh, premieres. And Luis Guzman is um, Gomez. And he looks like the original cartoons. Yeah. Yes, he's her. I mean, Raul Julia was fabulous in the 90s movies. He was great. But Luis Guzman, he looks like what Gomez was supposed to look like. It's amazing. I'm so excited. Can't wait. It looks great. Um, popping through the trailer yeah. here. The trailer's real good. I like the fact that they're just focusing on her. So it's going to be... I think it was supposed to come out in October, and then it got pushed back. <clears throat> yeah. Because the trailer's dropping in like July or yeah, July or August. And so I was waiting. I thought it was going to come out for spooky season. And then, yeah, it got, I think, pushed back to November. And the titles we won't be able to watch on Netflix right now would be Snow White and the Huntsman. And uh, The Golden Compass is no longer on there. And the series of Unfortunate Events has been taken down off Netflix. Well, the movie? I was like, because they've got their own series. Yeah, the but movie. there's, see, I liked their series better than the movie. Which one? The, the Netflix series of unfortunate events. Oh, yeah, it was pretty good. It was, it was good. Excellent. Oh, so I liked good. both of them. I have no complaints for either of them. No, I don't have any. Yeah, I just, I liked but, the show uh, better. The, the show, I mean, it, it went through like all the books. Yeah. Where the movie just hit like, I think the first two. Yeah. And then one, the one or two. It was very, crap. The, just yeah. the very beginning. Um, I, yeah, I adored both of them. They were awesome. Yeah. Wow. The show just had so many good people in it they were able to bring in so many Asif Monvi and Nathan Fillion 
Oh, it was just Doogie Howser was the bad guy. He was great. <laughs> he was good at being a bad guy. He was really good in that part. Yeah. So yeah, it was that was I really enjoyed. I need to spend a while. Oh, I got one. I got one more movie that uh, we can look forward to in November. If you got Disney Plus, have you guys seen the preview for Strange World? No. It is, it is right up our steampunk alley. Uh, it's a Disney movie, and it's done. It it, it looks a lot like Encanto, uh, but it's got airships and exploring strange places and uh, yes, family values, all that kind of good stuff. I think I have. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I think I have seen something about this, and it looks really exciting. Yeah. And did you see um, on Netflix Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities? I watched the two. Uh, did you watch it? The two stories. There's two stories. They're like eight episodes, eight separate stories. Because yeah. one and of them looked steampunky, but I'm, maybe I'm wrong. So they are all kind of steampunky. Uh, one deals with like, well, two of them actually deal kind of in the same off, like kind of together a little bit with Cthulhu as like a cult. Okay. But um, I mean, they, they have, two, right? Huh? I thought the first two were very uh, Lovecraftian. I am were very they? happy with them. Okay, uh, I need to watch it then. And the. Oh, what's the other? What was the werewolf movie we watched? Um, Wolfman? Because there was the. Was it the recent? The essentially the plot was one of like the like high and mighty uh, like the leader of all of the um, uh, hunters. The, the monster hunters died, and so now they're basically causing another hunt to find who the next one will be. And they're all hunting like all these hunters gather, and they're going through like a ritualistic hunt to uh, kill a monster. And whoever kills the monster becomes the new like leader of all the hunters. And, is this something um, new? Yeah, it's fairly new. Um, what was the? Uh, <laughs> I'll talk. I'll find out. I'll find this out. <laughs> talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> oh, Disney! Since since we were talking about Disney, I saw another headline that uh, <laughs> different phones keep going off. Um, what what did I see? Uh, Disney is taking over another property that's okay. only going to be available on Disney Plus uh, coming soon. Um, they're raising their rates. Their 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 eight dollars a month is now going to be with commercials. And if you want no commercials, you have to pay eleven for Disney uh, Plus. For Div- Disney Plus, uh, ours is bundled into our Hulu account. All right, you got it. <laughs> got it. Werewolf by Night on Dis- on uh, Disney Plus. Okay, fantastic. Oh. It it's filmed to make you feel like you're watching an, a very old like 1920s movie. So it's got the black and white with like the weird shutter stuff every now and then. But it's all done in high definition. Oh, the lighting is gorgeous. It's got Laura Donnelly in it. Yeah, she's in the Nevers. She's yeah. the main character in the Nevers, and she was an outlet. She is so this good. Is, Tiny this is one that Scottish we watched, woman. and I felt like we were watching. I've never even heard old. Of this monster movies it, it it is done to feel like you're watching old like frank uh, old frankenstein old werewolf um come up like creature of the black lagoon feel of like oh, 1920s horror yeah this is part of marvel this is part of phase four. Oh, it's i just know it's wonderful it's it's from it's from a comic book okay yeah this is part yeah this is part of marvel phase four okay well i'm gonna have to go watch it okay awesome I I highly recommend that Lisa. okay cool thank you you're welcome Awesome. I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, I there's just there's too much. There's yeah. there's 
And and the Guillermo del Toro uh, curiosities is fantastic as well. Um, I've actually been talking with Movie Ninja as he's been doing his dive into uh, into his videos on his on his on his uh, YouTube channel. Oh, and is he so, even covering this? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, maybe we need to. Talk I would like again. to bring him on later uh, for uh, kind of a breakdown of some of these things when we get them all watched. We can all kind of have to geek yeah. out over them because they're fantastic. Sounds good to me. Have like a, an October wrap up here in <laughs> November. I have plenty of stuff I need to procrastinate on, so this sounds like a good way to do it. Don't <laughs> <laughs> procrastinate on 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 the on the werewolf one. It's so no, weird. I mean this is a way to avoid my schoolwork and oh. writing my perspectives. Well, then. just by watching movies. So perfect. I'm glad I gave you a list. <laughs> I'm a terrible influence. You are. You are the worst influence. I love it. Cool. Exactly. I believe you have you have uh, some homework that you've been like sitting on for like Me? a month. Oh, um, yeah, I was going to talk about it last time, um, and I actually haven't finished it because there's been too much going on, but <clears throat> there was a book released recently. Let me see. one. It's called Ordinary Monsters. It was released in June. It is by J.M. Miro. It is set in the Victorian era. Um, it's 1888, and if you watched The Nevers and you're familiar with the uh, the the plot of the nevers where all of these people in the world just suddenly had powers. This is kind of the same idea that <clears throat> all of these people are being, but in the nevers, it kind of all happened to people at once in ordinary monsters. People, some people will just be born with weird powers. And so there's a group that is collect collecting is not the right word that takes them in and takes them away to this property in Scotland where they can learn how to use their powers. But of course there's, you know, so X-Men, <laughs> Kind of like that, but there's, yeah, there's, you know, the dark and sinister forces that are chasing them. So there's all these kids all over the world and adults with like these wild powers, all these things that they can do. And some of them don't know they're special. And so, you know, they wreak havoc wherever they go. But there's, um, it's a long book. It's like 600 pages, I think, which is why I have not finished it yet. I haven't had, yeah, 672 pages, but it's, it's, it's not steampunk but it's monsters and it's you know of the period well and this is also the one um when i was i was talking about last time that uh this is the one that has the birds they're bone birds with clockwork oh, yeah. parts that keep yeah they're just they're yeah bird skeletons with clockwork parts <laughs> that they're the met they deliver messages yeah they're they're clockwork bone pigeons basically and they fly all around delivering messages and <laughs> i was like oh my god this is so cool so it's just it's it's neat there's a lot of different characters there's you know um because it switches point of view between the different characters so it's we've got strong female characters we've got strong male characters we've got badass kids we got all sorts of stuff going on there's a a guy who's made of soot who is chasing after everyone and it's and, you know the explanations for their powers is yeah i don't want to be spoilery but ordinary monsters if you're looking for a good long victorian era fantasy read it's it's really good so far and it's the this is the first one in a trilogy he's gonna he's writing two more the so. talents trilogy according yeah. to uh, goodreads yeah. yeah yeah there's um one woman she's an american and she's um she's like a bodyguard she's the bodyguard she doesn't have powers but she's a fighter and She's the one that tries to keep some of these kids safe and take them where they need to go. But yeah, it's some of the kids' powers are wild. So yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's good so far. It's a good spooky, you know, 
steampunky kind of kind of read and it'll keep you busy so that that sounds yeah. like a lot of fun yeah and it's not i mean it's sometimes fantasy writing can get a little bogged down it's it's kind of the sci-fi fantasy you know mark but sometimes it can get a little bogged down he's not bad about that he doesn't go on you know tangents like a lot of, <laughs> like i love ann rice but she'll go on some tangents sometimes and he's not like that so it's i would like to see this turned into a show i think it would be awesome yeah, so that was that was my homework. Like I said, I'm still working my way through it, but I haven't been disappointed. Awesome. Awesome. Next. Well, we've talked about movies. We've talked about books. None of us are particularly uh, well-read in comics. Um, <laughs> but I did run across this uh, interesting article uh, as a big fan of Nikola Tesla. Um, his, his lab at uh, Wardenclyffe is being restored, which I think is awesome. If Really? If you know anything about Tesla, you know, like, that's where he made his big uh, coil mm-hmm. and uh, was experimenting with uh, broadcast power, broadcasting electricity. Yeah. And uh, his his uh, financial uh, patrons were, were horrified at the idea of giving away free power. And so they uh, yep. <laughs> they 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 took his his lab and they shut it down and they took his stuff apart and sold it for parts uh, rather than let him to continue to uh, destroy a market. They hope to count to uh, corner. Uh, yeah. That's so, why everybody went with Edison instead of Tesla on top well, of that, that same lab. Um, they had a resonance tower set up in Spain because he was trying to basically port electricity wirelessly across mm-hmm. the ocean. They didn't quite get it there, but they got a resonance, which means you could have pulsed electricity and had long-distance telegraph back in 1904. A little more work, and it would have... Wireless telegraphs. Yep. We would all, instead of having cell phones, we could all just be carrying around little communicators (laughs) that tap. (laughs) Little telegraph machines? So you said they're opening it up and and working on his lab? Uh, this article says a, a $500,000 grant wow. uh, will be used to preserve That's the laboratory. A huge grant. Really? I, I thought it was pretty small. We're uh, excited so if we get $500 or $5,000 <laughs> at the library for a grant. So that's a pretty good sized grant. Yeah. When was uh, that? They're it and making it into a museum and global oh, okay. science center. Um, awarded. The Save America's Treasures grant from the National Park Service and National wow. Endowment of the Arts okay. uh, used to preserve the, uh, I like to say, laboratory. Laboratory, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, oh. for, for that's a good chunk of money for a grant because grants don't have to be paid back. And there's, yep. you know, they can be kind of loosey-goosey with, you know, your well, obligation. It, it was a, a big facility, and I'm sure it's, mm-hmm. it's going to take a lot. <clears throat> it has taken a lot to build it back up. It says in this article that since uh, 2013, uh, the Tesla Science Center uh, has raised $11 million. Wow. And they need $20 million uh, to restore the lab and site uh, to uh, you know bring it up to, up to snuff for education and innovation. Nice. According to their plan, which I don't know what is. But uh, yeah, that $20 million doesn't get you as much as it used to. No, you know but... Saying. There is just side note an episode of the librarians about Wardenclyffe and Tesla and broadcast power. So can't remember what episode it is, but yeah, there's a whole episode about that. So if you're curious, check out. The I was uh, last spring, I think at this point, I was driving up to uh, to Dallas 
or through Dallas or something. And I looked to the side of the road north of Waco someplace in the the, the nothing uh, space. And yep. there's, there's a Tesla coil. Not nearly as big as Wardenclyffe Tower, but there's like, they're, they're doing testing out there for uh, uh, transmitting power, I, I suppose. Uh, and I, I don't know what that's about. I looked it up on a map at the time and found out you know who owned it but i don't know what they were doing they don't have uh guests or tours or anything so it was it's just kind of out there hmm. i want to know yeah. i don't know i'm searching waco and tesla but i'm just getting the cars so. uh, yeah yeah nope nope wrong tesla bad tesla that tesla's gonna catch on fire that building guys is like a mile long it is the weirdest thing to drive past because it doesn't end what the one in waco no, the one here oh, in Austin. The Tesla which, which building are you talking about? Which the Tesla? There's a Tesla facility down there. Oh yeah, there's a Tesla facility down here. Oh, yeah. you're talking about the manufacturing plant. Yeah. <clears throat> are they trying to get out? <laughs> there's no windows. Oh, no. It's just this long white no. building that looks like a Walmart from the backside for like a mile. Oh, the dystopia. <laughs> it is very dystopian. Stand. Raw materials are dumped in on one side. Full blown cars come out the other, and it has them playing in the middle. Well, it looks like my husband just found out what the Tesla Tower is in Waco. So there's the link in the comments for you. <laughs> Ooh, thanks, Matt. You're a fast Googler. He is. His Google foo is amazing. I have to name him one of our you know, researchers or historians here. He's one of suddenly our- appears in 2019 outside of Waco. Nothing ever suddenly appears in Waco. Huh. Oh, yeah. But is there a... I gotta find it. They're talking about the dream, and it intends to bring in you know, energy. And are they going to charge people for it still? I mean, that's I don't the know. Whole... They haven't gotten that far yet. The company yeah. is Visiv Technology. Fifty million in funding from investors. In addition to wait, what university is it? Oh, ba- Baylor. Baylor. Never mind. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Technology to transmit navigation and sensing signals for GPS and various communication techniques. Boring. Yeah, it's not nearly as cool as it as it, as it seems. I want a hill covered in light bulbs for no good reason. Just a whole bunch of. Uh, I mean, we could probably make that work. Light bulbs. <laughs> Tesla investors, in addition to its university partnership, this will be the first time in technology has not has had a significant investment since Tesla built it. Yeah, okay, we already read that. Uh, I don't know what they're trying to do other than turn it on and see what happens, which <laughs> <laughs> has its Fire own merit. It up and see what happens. See, and that's just a rinky-dink Tesla coil compared to, you know, the Wardenclyffe one. Wardenclyffe is, yeah, it is impressive. If they yeah. if they were to build that back up at scale, I think uh, they they they'd see more money suddenly showing up. Well, I mean, they just got a huge chunk of change, so that's right. We gotta we gotta build one that's connected to a different grid, so we can link the Texas grid and another grid. So we don't freeze to death again. We don't freeze to death. This will save us. But, but isn't the whole point is to connect them wirelessly? Yeah, but you got to have like, all right. So it's like it's like wireless Maybe. network. You have one network over here. It's hardware. You have another one over here that's hard. Use wireless to connect them. I'm down. So I'm so down. But are are old white men going to make money off of it? This is the of important. Of course thing. they are. That's the only way everything will ever get done. That's what really matters. Yes, we got to make billionaires out of every good idea. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Westinghouse was the name of the mustachioed fella that uh, was funding Tesla at the time. And I just, it, it, it stuns me 
that he didn't have the foresight to imagine creating this this network of free energy that's going out into the world. Now he would have the the patents to create the devices that receive the energy and sell those to the customers. The power is what's called a lost leader. Yeah. That you can only use by buying his, you know, his stuff, just like uh, selling cell phones at a really cheap price. So you can use the cell phone carrier of their choice. You know, this is marketing 101, I feel like. No one ever explained to him a subscription plan. (laughs) Well, Tesla was notoriously not difficult, but Tesla had his own. Tesla was weird. Uh, he, well, what now we would probably describe as probably autistic, OCD, whole lot of things going on there. Back in the old days, Despite they called him issues with women. mad. Yeah, back, yeah, it was more romantic to say mad when he had a whole host of probably neurodivergent issues going on there. So, you know, difficult. But isn't Westinghouse still something? Uh, Westinghouse to- still exists. Uh, okay, there. yeah. Not the man. The man is long gone. Well, I but, mean, how do uh, you know that? <laughs> because saying. he didn't invest in Tesla's age-defying technology. Oh, so Westinghouse still exists. The co- yeah, mainly for the, the purpose of licensing and as a subsidiary of CBS Corporation. Really? They were bought out by CBS. That's and they basically sit around holding all the licenses. No, wait. I'm just, I'm thinking about, okay, no, tangent, 1950s, I'm thinking about advertising on, like, shows like Lucy and stuff like that, and that's what Westinghouse is making me think of, that they sponsored radio shows, and I don't know, I'll look it up later. I'm probably going off on a tangent. There's a Westinghouse plant just north of Round Rock, south of Georgetown. Really? Uh, Right off I-35 on the west side. What does Westinghouse build? I believe... They've got like really big motors. Yeah. Like because they, they load on the back of a semi truck. Okay. GE has um, bought out a big chunk of Westinghouse in 2019 for their air brake technology corporation that they owned, apparently. Like, like, like I said, Westinghouse owned a bunch of patents and they just kind of <laughs> had all these little sub companies under them that were using those patents. And, uh, so Westinghouse is just a holding company. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's, yeah. I'm looking at the, I don't know. Wikipedia is describing them at some point as a financial catastrophe. Oh, yeah. The, the bankruptcy that actually killed Westinghouse and the overruns of nuclear power plants was uh, kind of their problem. They got they were granted more than 28,000 U.S. Pat- patents in the 20th century. So, yeah, they've had. Oh, OK. The commercial first commercial Westinghouse steam turbine driven generator. Yeah. Yeah, they've been in it for a long time. Okay. And they have environmental incidents. So <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Of course, in all the things that pop up in us looking for this about Westinghouse, the one thing that pops up is, what was the IQ of Nikola Tesla? <laughs> like, what? So and they, it pops up saying anywhere from 160 to 310. That's, okay, <laughs> there is a, 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 a level at which it doesn't, the matter number doesn't matter. Yeah, like when they're like, oh, I've got an IQ of 190. transcend into some fuzzy color of blue light at some point in there. Well, the number Trek stops filling. really meaning anything around like what, 160, 170? So on TV, when they're like, oh, I have a 200 IQ, it doesn't mean anything at that point. <laughs> it's like, oh, you could solve a puzzle really fast. Cool. Well, it's like the characters that are like, I have six PhDs. No, you don't, because no one literally has that much time. I'm sorry, you might have two. <laughs> no one, unless you started college at age 10. 
and then you might have four. No blue stocking. It makes it crazy. The only person that's one. We're white men. We can do anything. Three of them. Two, it's just a matter of having a lot of money. You buy one of the buildings at the university and you get a PhD. You get your honorary doctorate. Hi, I've been in college for 10 years. Talk to me about what it takes to get a PhD. And I've done mine fast and my been I've been in school for three years or working on mine for three years and that was fast. So yeah, but were, were you doing it while making a movie? No, but I was doing it by be- while being a middle-aged woman with chronic illness. I mean, there's that. I'm, I'm not. I'm not picking on you or anything. I'm just like <laughs> potato, <Whoa>. potato. Yep. <laughs> no, it's not. It has nothing to do with tomatoes. What are you talking about? Shut up. All right. Clearly, we have di- out of this. Di- <laughs> we have digressed. Digressed into a mess, and we're at the hour. So. Uh, if you don't mind, we can wind this up. Here we go. Tonight's episode has been brought to you in part by FairTreasures.com. Fair Treasures has a selection of Texas made, you know, presenting costumes and accessories for Renaissance Fair and Steampunk wear. Also, one of a kind jewelry and alchemy jewelry from imp- imported from England. You can shop Fair Treasures at www.fair with an e treasures.com or on Etsy. We'd also like to thank our patrons on Patreon. Uh, including Jenny and Ryan Shaver and Rita and Lawrence Allen. Hello, Rita and Lawrence. I know you've been with us uh, all evening. If you'd like to become a patron, we'd really appreciate it. Just look up Texas Steampunk Connection on Patreon. Also, you can find us on Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection or uh, email us at TexasSteampunkConnection at gmail.com. Our our, uh, podcast is uh, texassteampunkconnection.podbean.com and Twitter, while it still exists, we're at TXSteamConnect1. Um, <laughs> and then YouTube and Rumble, uh, you can find us through the Steampunk uh, Steam Chest subscription box. Thanks to Jack. And our music tonight has been brought to you by Zapsplat.com, uh, who gave us special permission to stream. Please do not block us Facebook with our music yeah turkeys okay <laughs> anything you else anything anyone would like to add about uh, tonight or St- Steampunk November or Elon Musk uh, when is uh, Steampunk November? November? it is like in two weeks isn't it? that's why I was going to say are we going to be uh, yeah. so our next episode will be a few days after that this is yeah. This is the last episode before Steampunk November. I get so, to meet uh, Jack in person for the first time oh, ever. I know, right? It's gonna be freaking fantastic. Oh, Amazing. So excited! Oh, and my best friend Shannon is kind of, we're bringing her and her seven-year her little daughter. Oh, yes, nine-year-olds would be perfect. Perfect. So if you're yeah. coming to Steampunk November, come say hi to us. Yes, we yes. would like to meet you. Ooh. <laughs> Very excited. We'll be out there most of the day Saturday. Yep. Or until Emery gets bored and wants to go. <laughs> if you just run around yelling Steve Texas Steampunk Connection, we'll catch you. <laughs> I'm gonna have Someone a will. Sign stand by the, by the gate with my little sign. We don't know that guy. <laughs> we know. <laughs> that guy. Well, until this uh, Steampunk November or the next episode, mind your gauges. Mind your gauges. Steampunk November or bust. <laughs> <laughs>